Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What's going on, guys? Welcome to our little preview show. A little preview show. It's a massive preview show for the Big 12 tournaments that are coming up this week in Kansas City. My name is Chris Williams. I'm joined by Brent Bloom. Hello to our live audience. We don't do these very often here on Cyclone Fanatic, but we wanted to do this. We'll do one next week as well. At some point, I'll let you know. It'll all depend on when Iowa State is playing, where they're playing, all that stuff. Uh, but Bloom, it is good to know that you're you're going to be playing and the any ridiculous talk of the bubble was <laughs> come on jerry palm jeez Did, has saw, he updated it today yeah well uh, upgrade to a seven today oh okay thanks jerry which i still think is low it is low like i don't think even if iowa state would lose to baylor by double digits on thursday they would be a seven do you I, and that's the takeaway from this week is, listen, like, it'd be great to win a couple of games in Kansas City, but from an NCAA tournament seeding perspective, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I would say whatever Iowa State is going into the weekend, it can't drop. Now, if you win the Big 12, I think you could go up a seat or two potentially. But really, you, I think you're pretty much locked into a sixth seat at worst, which is outstanding for a team uh, that had so many question marks coming into the season. Sure, had the month that was dicey, got really dicey there for a while. But uh, that game on Saturday was just massive in so many different ways that now you enter this weekend in Kansas City with house money, really. I mean, it's it's kind of like, let's see what we got. Let's have some fun. And I think that that game plan that Iowa State showed against Baylor of everyone's going to play, you're going to see the same thing Thursday. It's just like rolled out, see what you got, and let's have some fun, boys. I, I would completely agree with you. So what we're going to do – We wanted to give plenty of content to people who are driving down to Kansas City. This is kind of the goal of this podcast. And I also, a little teaser for you. I don't even think you knew I was doing this, Bloom. I spent a couple of hours with Matt Campbell today. Look at you. And we'll have a long podcast for everybody driving down to Kansas City. The theory I have is that people can listen to these two and, and cut their drive in half. So we'll see if it works. Um, Make but, sure that but, internet works around Lamoni-ish. Gets a little dicey. Yeah. So well, just download, tip, just download the thing. Yeah. Download yeah. the thing. Don't stream it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming up on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network feed. Uh, and then Jared and I are going down and we'll have all sorts of coverage. Actually, we'll probably have another corner three for you, I would think, before the game as well. So look forward to that. A lot of great coverage, all of our postseason coverage. You can see if you're watching this on YouTube or any of our social media channels. Carl Auto Group, you saw that beautiful commercial as we started on YouTube. Uh, Country Landscapes is a great company. I actually hired them years ago to do the landscaping in my front yard. You should do that, Bloom. You could use a facelift. No offense or anything. Well, after what your dog did in my yard this weekend, yeah. <laughs> be great. No, Country Landscapes a, g- a great company. Check them out. I've, I think I've hired them like three different times. Actually, they're really they do really good work. Fairway Meat and Grocery, a longtime sponsor of us here on Cyclone Fanatic, and then our our good friends at Des Moines and Ames Eye Care. Doctor Kruger over there is the absolute best in the business. I owe him a visit. I haven't had an eye check in like three years, and he would be rolling his eyes at me right now for saying that, but we couldn't do what we do coverage wise without our great sponsors. So thank you to them. And then of course our friends at J Corp too, they've been sponsoring 
Connor Ferguson's coverage of the women all season long, and we will do a women's uh, look ahead as well. But Bloom, I, I, I thought we could kind of go um, round by round here and maybe um, see how we think that this thing's going to play out. I Is this as wide open of a Big 12 tournament as there's ever been, though? It, it is. I mean, just look at the odds. And we talked about a little bit on the podcast on Sunday. And Kansas and Texas are your co-favorites, but they're both at 3-1, to one, which is wild. Uh, you yeah. know, most of the time in this situation, you've got a heads-on favorite Kansas is typically the one, and they're usually like one and a half to one for them both to be three. So I think it's wide open in a couple of ways. One, the talent parity in this conference that you know anybody can beat anybody on any given night. And then secondly, I think the college basketball world is getting to the point of conference tournaments are important, but the whole load management thing is creeping in from the NBA Mm -hmm. that – you don't know for sure who's going to be like totally invested in staying three days and playing three days when you have the quick turnaround. Because if you play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or even Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, then you got to go home, quick turnaround to a site by Tuesday. That's a lot. And so I think there's some uncertainty now for those teams that are locked into the NCAA tournament of the value of staying for three or four days in Kansas city. So it just adds into this question marks of who wants to be there, who doesn't a little bit like bowl season. Um, so it just adds to the wide open feel of it. Honestly, there's seven or eight teams. I think could win this thing in Kansas city on both sides on the women's side too. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I, I'm kind of with Iowa state. It's either just losing the first round or win it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, cause I, I don't, I mean, maybe you could improve your seed line if Not you get much, a win though. over Baylor, but I and then let's say you lose in the second game to Kansas. Uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Like it would be, I don't think it would do this team any good to be there for three days and then lose in the championship by by yeah. by. Something. Yeah, and, and and you're right. So I have a couple thoughts. Like ultimately, only one team wins the national championship. So yes, you want to build up as much fun as you can. And honestly, some of my best memories. Com- of being an Iowa State more. fan are down in Kansas City. So it's like couldn't agree more. Win as much as you can. Like at the end of the day, do you remember the Iowa State run to the championship in 2014? Or do you remember the Niang broken foot? Well, people are like, well, I remember both, but you get my point. No, absolutely. It, you it's still fun to win down there. And ultimately it, sports are entertainment. And if you can spend a couple extra days in Kansas City, I'm for it. But from a tournament perspective, there's a couple examples of recency in the Big 12. Baylor two years ago wins the national championship, but lost to Oklahoma State in the semi, I believe. And then last year, Kansas wins the national championship, also won the Big 12 tournament. So there's not like there's a science of one is better than the other. With this Iowa State team, I could be talked into either way. Um, I think they could use some rest. I also think this team uses could need could use, excuse me, all of the good vibes possible. So an extended run in Kansas City would be good and healthy. Yeah, I agree. So at the end yeah. of the day, like I said earlier, I, I, any result is actually fine. Like I can, you can talk your way into either. Yeah. I mean, obviously if I could choose, I want them to win the big 12. Championship. Yes. That'd be fine. <laughs> that would be fine. I'm, I'm for that. But we have bad vibes because I think the last two were UAB and then the Ohio state dud, right? That, uh, no. So the Monte Nas team beat Nevada and then lost to Purdue. That Purdue game. Yeah. I still lose sleep about it. 
still. Why would you not have Deontay Burton going at Swanigan all game? I don't know. It's one of the. It is one of those games. Ohio State game as well. Like that was a. Anyway, the amount of talent on that Iowa State team oh that we goodness. didn't. We thought they were talented, but we didn't quite grasp <laughs> exactly how good they were. You know, until a few years later. Yeah. All right. Well, let's run down some of these. The West Virginia Texas Tech game is totally different, I guess, than what we thought it would be with the Mark Adams situation. West Virginia has walked its way off of the bubble. I think they're cleanly in the NCAA tournament, and that's yep. shows you how good this league is when you got two of the teams playing on Wednesday night or, or tournament teams. Do you have a do you have a feel on this? I mean, my guess is that. I mean, what's Tech going to be like in, in this know. situation? They're not going to the dance. They are firing their coach. By yeah, have they means. made a, have they made a decision on Adams today? Have you seen anything? No, they, I don't get the impression that this is going to happen any day now. Like, well, but they like they got to do the investigation. Sure, but I don't even know he's going. He probably won't even coach them in Kansas City. Is my point? Oh, like no, I, I'm guessing he won't. Yeah, because yeah. so, they got to get on a plane tomorrow. Um, no, yeah, I, I think no West Virginia is playing as good a basketball as anybody in the conference right now. I think them in Texas are probably the hottest two teams entering this weekend. I wouldn't be shocked if Iowa State played – or the Iowa State-Baylor winner played West Virginia. Same. Same. Honestly. West Virginia – I mean, look at that game. West Virginia played in, in Lawrence, what was that, 10 days ago? Maybe eight days ago? Mm-hmm. And it went right down to the wire. I mean, West Virginia is playing like a top-20 team. They're comfortably in the tournament – and they've got multiple guys, and when um, Stevenson's on, they're as good as anybody. That's a that's a that's a dangerous eight nine team right there. I'll take Oklahoma and the Oklahoma schools. Yeah, another. I mean, is Oklahoma State comfortably in? I mean, that'd be the question mark. I don't know if they're comfortably in. I just feel like Oklahoma is wired right now. They seem they, like they're playing really well. Oklahoma State's, I and mean, they're a lot like Iowa State a little bit. Like you just you don't really know. But uh, give correct. me Oklahoma. And then they came off, but Oklahoma State came off a big win in Tech. I agree, though. Oklahoma, to me, has a lot more to play for potentially. I mean, they're in a spot where they probably have to win it all, but they could. I mean, look what they did to Alabama. Like, there, there's nobody they're going to be afraid of in Kansas City. Uh, Simon's watching on YouTube, and and I actually kind of agree with him. He says I would rather play Kansas than West Virginia. That's the interesting thing about this yeah. bracket for Iowa State. So let's go to Iowa State and Baylor. Glad to be in the 5-4 game. I like the earlier game. Um, Same. It, it just – everything flows better. Iowa State's had pretty good luck in this 5-4 game over the years. Not that that has anything to do with this team. It, it clearly does not. But you get Baylor, who you've beaten twice. So that's, a, that's tough. I, I acknowledge that. But you match up better with Baylor and Kansas than you do Texas for sure, and maybe Kansas State. And and you have the cr- clear crowd advantage over Baylor in that first round too. So I don't know. I, I actually don't hate this because you're you're going up against an elite level team. You have a lot to gain in this scenario if you're Iowa State, and the guys should be confident against both of these teams. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the great thing is, is Iowa State beat Baylor by 15 points both times. And on Saturday, Baylor made 10 threes. So it's not like Baylor shot it poorly. It's just Iowa State was good in every single area. And it's just a team that Iowa State matches up with well because of the physicality factor. And quite frankly, West Virginia and K-State, to an extent, Oklahoma State 
are just more physical even than Iowa State. And so it's a bad matchup. Where Baylor is good is in the guard court, but Iowa State can somewhat neutralize them with phys- physicality, uh, specifically Keontae George. So that's going to be a pick em game. Like I, I, maybe Baylor's favored by two to three C-Dub, but it's going to be one of those games you look at and, and, and gamblers look at and go, wait a second, what am I missing here? Because you're going to have a top 10 Baylor team or whatever they came out today. I don't know how far, how far they dropped against an unranked Iowa State team. And this will be a two or three point spread. But I, I like the matchup. I do. The whole thing, you're going to get me into a rant about beating a third team, a, a good team three times. Statistically, not true. You have a coin flip chance regardless. The, the third really? game is irrelevant to hmm. beating a good team three times. It's like I think not, what's interesting not about a this one is, thing. That, is that they just played is what makes it. Yeah. Like, is that advantage Iowa State because you kick their ass? Is that advantage Baylor because, oh, well, you're not going to fall asleep on them this time? Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and it's one of those deals where if Keontae George scores 30, like, you're going to lose. I think he's the key. Uh, but if Jaron Holmes can be as good as he was against Baylor, then Iowa State's got a better than 50-50 chance. So, I honestly, I think it's a coin flip. I think it's a coin flip game. So, Iowa State will have the ground advantage. I think Ken Palm had Baylor by one. Okay, that sounds about right to me. So Do you have a pick? Are you, I mean, I you know, I think early morning game. Iowa State fans are revved up. Like I'm hearing more and more people that are going down there that didn't plan on it, but Saturday really turned the tide for some people. Yeah, I just I I think Iowa State's mojo is actually really good right now, which is a weird thing to say after the last week, but I'll I'll take the good guys. I really will. If now, if Keontae George again scores 35, 30 points, then I'll, I'll eat crow. But I, I think Iowa State's got a chance here. Totally agree with 72 Cardinal who's watching on YouTube. And I don't want to be this guy either. But I mean, th- this game, the officials will have a big say in it. I mean, how if they if they let it turn into a backyard brawl, I like Iowa State's chances. Great point. If they're calling everything, Bayroll will win that game by double digits. And that's some, if you look at the stats, it backs it up. If teams shoot 20 or more free throws against Iowa State, they've done great. When they don't, Iowa State's generally won. So foul calls are huge. In the Big 12, you'll get some of the same characters that you normally get. But I, but those two Baylor games were, were two of the, the games with the least amount of fouls called. So absolutely great point. Something to keep an eye on. I, I would bet you money if Baylor really wants to be there. If they really want to win, <laughs> I bet that they get out and transition a lot more. They have to. Guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, they're, they're going to try and turn it into an absolute track meet, would be, and they're going to try and get Iowa State out of sorts and playing stupid because Iowa State's not good playing fast. They're just not. We've seen it when you get pressed, you know, right? Scott Drew's a good enough coach to look at because I watched both of those games, the quick versions of it this morning bright and early you should have come over and had coffee with me like 5 a.m thanks for, thanks for the invite geez um and i just if, if if they really really want to win and that's a whole other deal like i i don't know which i i they they will they're competitors why wouldn't you want to win a big 12 championship i'm not saying any of these teams are throwing it but you're right about the load management nba thing because that's a real thing if you talk to people in the sport but it's just i i just bet them going they're in transition going as fast as they can, weak side, um, and playing to Iowa State's weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the thing that Baylor didn't do in both games, which shocked me, 
is what teams killed Iowa State in the second half of the year is if you drive Iowa State, not settle for threes, Iowa State has a tough time not fouling you, and that's when the the, the pyramid comes collapsing down. When mm-hmm. Iowa State gets into foul trouble, it's a really tough go. So I'm not telling Scott Drew what to do. I mean, he's he's obviously a, a you know smarter than I am, but Scott no Drew idea. is elite. <laughs> I don't know why you would just drive right at right at Iowa State with those guards, and they didn't do it. They didn't do it at all on Saturday. It was bizarre. They just settled for jump shots and get Iowa State at their pace. Iowa State's controlled both games. You're right. So if this game gets up in the 70s, it's going to be tough for Iowa State. But if it's in the 60s and high 50s, then I like the Cyclones' chances. We'll have some fun here, and I'll pick I'll pick Iowa State too because of um, it's time for mid-range, Gabe. We're going to see Neutral Kalsher. Site. Neutral site, yeah. Gabe. Neutral buddy. site, Gabe. Mid-range, Gabe. We've got Gabe getting into that um, NCAA tournament vibe right now. I can just feel it. He's going to go off in Kansas City. I, can I think feel this it. team's the honestly like the the playing eleven guys on Saturday. It has to have like a a fun effect for everybody. I mean, they they want to go down there and have some fun this week. We need the CEO in the state of Kansas. (laughs) This isn't last year where you just got beat by Baylor and Tech just drubbed you on a Wednesday night. Like, this is fun. There's a nothing-to-lose attitude here. It also helps, uh, yeah, because the Wednesday night thing sucks because you're out of the tournament before. The the tournament doesn't really start until Thursday in the minds of, of most people. And Mind but it also it. helps, like, even if you lose, you know, you're going dancing and you have the women's tournament, which is coming up as well. That I hope a lot of people will get over to. Um, what's that place? Municipal, I always call yeah. it Memorial for some reason. And, and we'll we'll get to that. Look at the CEO <laughs> right look at, there. Look at that guy right there, Matt. Is that from Matty Van Winkle production? <laughs> is this from the Baylor post game right there? I think it's from Portland, I believe. Oh, Portland. Well, that would make sense. There's the CEO, Madman. Um, Will chimes in watching on Facebook. Hey, Will. I met Will in Portland. He says CEO minutes equals Cyclone victories. Undefeated. I may or may not have sent a text to the head coach saying you're an idiot for not playing <laughs> Conrad Hawley all year. Um but you're right. I don't. I don't see that changing. Give it a and shot. Maybe when they get into the NCAA tournament, they'll lock in a little more of a game plan. But I, I think that I was wrong. I didn't think Eli King would really get minutes because my whole. I don't think I was off going into that game. It's like he hasn't played all year. You're going to throw him on the road against a top ten team in Waco. Oh, okay. I guess you are. Um, but I, I no. I, I'm with you. And Lipsy, like if you've watched him, he looks very just tired out there, tired yeah, legs. This is a young man who's never played a schedule like this before. How many surgeries has he had? Like he freshman that happens to in this, in this league. And by the time you get to March, sometimes their legs are shot. I could see them putting him on a little bit of a pitch count here. And if that's the case, Eli King is the only other guard on the roster. So I was dead wrong about that. I didn't think that they would go that route and yeah. they did. And it, and it, look to be really smart so that's the other question if you're Baylor do you change your game plan they didn't really get up into Iowa State at all Saturday which is another bizarre decision by Drew I thought um do they ramp up the pressure on the Holmeses and the and the kings of the world absolutely well, you do I think you have to and that's what Iowa State's got to be prepared for is Iowa State was very comfortable all day Saturday Baylor's going to change something up now how do you adjust to that will determine the outcome 
Yeah. All right. We're going to both do the Homer pick. Oh, why why not? the hell not? It doesn't really matter. It, does, so. it doesn't. Um, do you have Kansas beating West Virginia? I do. And it's interesting. Like, if you look at uh, the last eight Big 12 champions, excuse me, the last 10 Big 12 champions, get this Iowa State has four, Kansas has four, and there have been two others. Baylor? So, uh, in West Virginia. Baylor, let me hear. I pulled it up. Uh, no, West Virginia never won it. Oh, they didn't? Oh, they played Iowa State. I'm sorry. The yep. Deontay Burton dunk here. Texas won it during the 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 last year. Not last year, the year prior. And then who else won it? Ah, I'm drawing a blank. But K-State won it. K-State won Yes. Generally, Iowa State and Kansas have been the best teams down there. And I think it's because of the fan support. And ultimately, these are human beings. <laughs> The crowd support does matter. I think Kansas, history has shown when they win the Big 12, they usually perform pretty well. So the both years they won a national championship last year and in 2008, they won the Big 12 tournament. So I could see them saying, hey, guys, let's give everything we got for this. Um, they're going to play in Des Moines regardless. I think Kansas is the team to beat. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. Uh, I don't know how it happens. Yeah, I, think they, I think Kansas is out by friday they or i they i think kansas is they will not make the championship game i think they either lose to iowa state baylor or to west virginia okay all right i i'm i look dumb with all the comments i made on kansas i just haven't ever thought that this was like a an elite type of kansas team now they've gotten a lot better this is one of self's best coaching jobs i acknowledge all that but i just I don't like that matchup for them against West Virginia in the in the quarters. I just don't. So to correct myself, the only other team that has won a Big 12 championship since 2012 is only Texas from 2021. Kansas State never did. At K-State never did. Otherwise, it's been Wow, Iowa so State the crowd really is a big deal. The way, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it just adds – I mean, some of those Southern schools just – there's not the motivation to be there as much. Yeah. Because it's not like an appointment on their fan base's calendars even, like it is for us. And even I, you have to remind me because the the last three years have been a giant fog. But when Texas won it two years ago, it was still like half capacity, right? At the Big Twelve, like there weren't it wasn't yeah. a full house or anything. Um, so yeah, I think fans do matter, and the environment does matter. Um, let's go to the bottom half of the bracket. We won't spend too much time here. We both have Oklahoma beating Oklahoma State on on Wednesday. We'll we'll put Texas through. I think so to the semis. Yep. Um, Kansas State TCU is really interesting. It's a really interesting game. You just I'm a TCU guy. Uh, I've I have a lot of faith in this. We 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 pointed out a couple of weeks on our Sunday night show how Vegas still had them at like seven to one to win the national championship, uh, which is was just crazy considering where they were at. Yep. Is this the? Do they turn it on now? Is this? It's March the, or is it simply too late and you can't do that? I will. Um, I'll pick Kansas State because of the crowd thing. That you look at that session, Texas fan, won't have fans. Neither the Oklahoma schools will fan. That's going to be a de facto home game. Fans. Yeah. And at least Iowa State and Kansas, it's split up. Right, you actually may have some Iowa, Kansas fans rooting for Baylor because of the Iowa State thing. That's, but Kansas State has the entire arena to itself in that next session. 
interestingly here, Des Moines may be on the line for K-State. Um, so they kind of gets forgotten about because they had a little bit of an Iowa State skid in the middle of the Big 12. They've won four of five. Unfortunately for them, they lost at West Virginia Saturday by eight. So, But they've been playing well. K- yeah. TCU's been spacey all year. It's like I think the talent there for TCU is better than K-State. But K-State might have the motivation here just because of the Des Moines factor. So keep in mind, uh, K-State's right on that 3-4 line. I think if they're a 3, maybe a 2 seed if they win this Big 12 tournament, they will end up in Des Moines. Otherwise, it'll probably be like a Marquette or somebody else in Des Moines. And at that point, C-Dub, it gets me to another point. If it's Marquette or Creighton in Des Moines, Iowa State may be there as a 6 seed or a seven seed at the worst case. Um, so keep So if you're an Iowa State fan and you want the Cyclones to play in Des Moines, you want K-State to lose early. Because I, I really think, I think there's a good chance that Marquette's going to be in Des Moines as a three, and then Iowa State could be the sixth there. I was told by a birdie when Iowa State lost that uh, horrible um, <laughs> game against Westford, or against Oklahoma. I was told by a birdie that, okay, if the goal is to get to Des Moines, you're actually in a much better spot now because you're not competing in the way that you're talking about Kansas State doing, that that they could just throw you. Because the the one thing that I've been told is to not – everybody talks this time of year about good wins, net, all that stuff. Well, another criteria when they put this thing together is distance of travel. Like they're trying to keep – and here you go. Matt's showing it right here. I, this is Palm's latest one, but that that has Iowa State and Des Moines. There you go. Yep. Yep. So it's something to keep. And then Kansas is locked into Des Moines. The thing is, they want to protect the Big 12, so you won't see generally. Now it's possible, depending on the numbers in each region, but you won't see Iowa State play a Kansas or a K-State in the second round. They try and protect the conferences all the way to the Sweet 16. So, therefore... If so that looking, wouldn't work. Oh, no. I mean, so, so Iowa State can't – point is, Iowa State can't be in the same pod as Kansas or K-State. But – so if you look at all these bracketologies, bracketology things, you're going to see the same type of opponents. So you're, if Iowa State's going to be like that 5-6, I mean, you're looking at the Marquettes. You're looking at the um, – the Creightons as on that other side. I don't want you're looking Creighton. at you're looking at Gonz- Mac, you're looking at Gonzaga, right? So you're looking at Indiana, Miami. So these are the you can get a pretty good idea of like the eight to ten teams who may play in that next round, which it makes it kind of fun to to see how they do in their conference tournaments as well. I don't want them to do that screwy deal where they put TJ up against Mac, Mac or uh, I'll yeah. put. I want, I want Marquette. Marquette. That's yeah, let's I go. Want. Overrated. Beat Wisconsin Shotgun. last year. Let's yeah. do a Marquette. Let's just let Otzelberger go on the I hate Wisconsin tour. How about that? <laughs> Marquette and Des Moines. Let's go. Figure it out. God, I saw one today. It had it had Iowa State as a five paired with Virginia as a four, which I thought yeah. that seemed high for Virginia. I thought they'd be a better seed than that. but um, So that's Otz is like guy. Yeah, Tony ben. Bennett, and then Nate Oates in the bracket above that, and there's all sorts of history there with Oates and Otts and the whole coaching staff and all that stuff. And I, what are the chances of the Drake thing? Uh, I, you know, it's interesting. I, I wouldn't say high, but I, I would put Drake as an 11 or a 12 seed. And so realistically, you've got a one and eight chance of playing them because I think Iowa State is going to be a five or a six. 
So th- keep in mind, though, generally the 11 and the 12s, Drake won't be one of these, but a lot of those 11, 12s are in that play-in game. So it's actually it's like a 1 in 10 chance of playing a Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would say Drake's in line 10, 11, 12. Could be an opening round matchup for Iowa State. Absolutely. But they can't play in Des Moines. Drake cannot play in Des Moines, correct, because they, are, they the are the host. Great point. Yep. So it could, could you have a Drake-Iowa State game in Albany? Entirely possible. What a world. Capital in New York. That's right. All right, so I'll push Kansas State through to the finals in the I think so. bottom bottom I think it's half a motivated team, new coach, want to win. I mean, the is Tang kind of getting on your nerves? He is. Tang's kind of getting on my nerves. He is. I thought it was really nice and cute earlier in the year, the whole like, oh, we don't say the F word. We're about love. <laughs> I thought it was really nice. It's like, this is good. This is a guy. This is great. We need more people like this. And then he just keeps doing it, and now I'm just – really kind of annoyed with the whole thing and I want him to lose. So when he has a confrontation with an official, does he just stare at the official? <laughs> no, he talks like a normal <laughs> human. F-word. Just not the F word though. Yeah. No F word. No F word. Thanks. Uh, there you go. Don't, you know, the big <laughs> coach 12 the coach of the year. Deserving. Not, not denying that he's deserving to be the big 12 coach of the year. Can I say something about that real quick? Bill yeah, Fenley, whatever you'd Bill, like. Bill Fenley's never won the big 12 coach of the year. For real. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like that, that's a disservice to. That's a travesty. Isn't it? Isn't it? I don't think he's ever won it. I don't think he's ever won it. So I just had to get that off my chest. I wanted to tell somebody. So I'm glad I could share with you and Maddie and whoever else is watching. So I guess I'll put <laughs> my my bracket's so stupid because I, I don't think Iowa State can string together three in a row here. I just. I hope they prove me wrong. I I need to see more. I'm gonna put West Virginia in the championship <laughs> game. Huggy Bear. I'll I don't take, know. Like, yeah, I I'd love to put Iowa State there. I just I'm, intellectually, I, I just don't think I can do it. I'm going the chalk special. I'll, I'll say Kansas, Texas. You're going Kansas, Texas. Okay, yeah. I'll go West Virginia, Kansas State. Do not bet on my bets, please, <laughs> kids. Please do not. Unless it's NASCAR. Yeah, I'm actually pretty good at that. Let's uh, do a quick hit on the women here as they get after it on Friday night, 730, in an odd first-round matchup against Baylor. It's so weird to see Baylor women's basketball as the sixth seed. What do you think? I mean, is this program in the past has been continuously plagued by teams with elite post play i wouldn't say baylor has that this year it's just a little bit different but they still have five-star talent across the board uh hilton south will be bumping for that one on friday night what do you think yeah i think it's be great i mean I, I like this matchup because i think it'll be a great game and honestly i'd be more fired up to watch iowa state baylor on a friday night than iowa state west virginia and i think the iowa state players will be ready to go i really like iowa state in this tournament I mean, if yeah, I, I think the bracket sets up great. I love the fact that you may get Oklahoma in a semifinal. I, I think Oklahoma's had a great year. Don't get me wrong, but I think that's a game that Iowa State matches up great in, especially in Kansas City. And then give me anybody in the final at that point. I mean, Iowa State hasn't won a Big Twelve tournament on the women's side, see, I think since two thousand one. Mm-hmm. So it's important to them, and not not that it, it isn't every year. 
But I think this may be the year where they have an extended run and we're talking about the Iowa State women being champions in the Big 12 tournament. I I, I was talking to – actually, it was Ashley Jones about this. Uh, we did our shoot for Iowa Everywhere. You can watch that tonight, 8 o'clock. It'll be on – if you follow Iowa Everywhere on any of the social media or YouTube, that's going to air. Um, but we were talking after it about how, you know, the whole Suarez thing and learning to play with her and learning again to play without her. I just like even the Oklahoma State game that they lost, I thought they played well. Oklahoma State was it, hitting a ton of yep, good shots. Bunch of shots. The Kansas State game, it was like they had this drought for like 10 minutes where they couldn't put the ball in the bucket, but then they played really well. I think they're playing their best ball of the year. I, I really now the Suarez stuff at the beginning when they were really rolling, okay, but it wasn't against Big 12 teams. They don't really know. Since Stephanie's been out, this is by far the best basketball that they've been playing heading into the month of March. I thought second quarter, third quarter Saturday was phenomenal. Like they were so good. And just it felt like what we thought it would be all year. And Izzy gave him something in the post. Morgan Kane was mm-hmm. good. And the great thing is, I mean, even this Baylor game, Baylor doesn't have Brittany Griner or uh, Melissa Smith or a, a Kalani Brown. And they, the, Little John's a really good freshman, but I think I would say can be fine there. And then it comes down to Ashley Jones is the well-deserved player of the year, and she is playing at an absurd level right now. I think she, you know, you talk to her. I can't wait to listen to that whole thing. But there's got to be a there's a story there that I think will emerge during the postseason of, hey, what about Ashley Jones? Like, you know, let's start talking about her a little bit too, what she's done at Iowa State. And I think she's the uh, she's the one that carries the water, carries the flag, and, and becomes a huge factor. Her season was out of this world good. It just got overshadowed a bit by other things in the state. But I think she's ready to take this team. And Emily Ryan had her best game on Saturday in a while. Donarski made some shots. She's, Emily's the difference. Like, yeah. She's, really. Because I, I, Lexi will have a night where she goes 1 of 10. Yep. Yep. Um, Ashley, but you, you know what Ashley's going to do. Yep. Emily is – she's kind of the, in my opinion, the Jaron Holmes for the men. Like, when they Great play point. well – and they're at their best, Emily has a double-double. Yep. And when the men are at their best, Jaron can't be two for ten. And he, Gabe and other, can. We've seen Gabe yeah, be two for ten. Jaron can't be is. two for ten. And the other part is the turnovers. So when Iowa State gets in trouble on both sides, if Ryan's turning the ball over a bunch or Holmes is turning it over a bunch, it's going to be a long day. It just is. And so those two are are the X factors. I totally agree. And But I think Emily is ready for this too, so – I'm excited for them. You know, they made the Sweet 16 a year ago. I believe they are going to host the names. I think that's almost a lock. Uh, and, the, and the Baylor game won't really impact them a whole lot, I wouldn't think. So that's great. But you win that game, and you could get up to a three seed. So, you know, there's still a lot to play for for them. And I think uh, I think Ashley Jones and the entire crew is – people will start to talk about uh, that side of the state too. Doesn't the committee kind of rig it too? Like they want Iowa State hosting they, games, right? They do, yeah. And it like you want to go matter. places where there's going to be a crowd. That's well, the whole reason they go on campus. It's it's two reasons. It's ticket sales. Okay, at the end of the day, NCAA tournament wants to make money, but on TV it looks a lot better when there are people in the stands. Mm-hmm. And the Iowa State environment on TV looks great. And so if there's a question mark of like, hey, is it going to be Iowa State or is it going to be Miami where nobody goes? Give it to Iowa State. So I, I would say it's it's a very, very good chance Iowa State hosts on the women's side too. 
Great. What but I, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. That game Friday night, I'm pumped up. So I'm going down. Oh, I'm right fired now. up. Be there. Uh, well, assuming the men are out, and that's a huge assumption now. It's a coin toss. We were thinking yeah. that earlier, but I'm right. a. If the men aren't playing, I will be taking my daughters because they're they're nutty. They're nutty, Ashley Jones. They're like Ashley Jones fanatics. Like it's crazy. My my eight year old just. I came home the other night after calling the senior night, and she had her Ashley Jones T shirt awesome. on, and she was so proud. Like, but yeah, so we'll we'll be the a, a good chunk of the Williams family will be in Municipal on Friday night. Um, my my two little guys are coming down for that game too, so they're not going awesome. to the men's game, but they'll be for the women's game. Um, yeah, what is that the, time? The men's game. You what know is that time differential. Maddie, can you pull up the men's bracket? So it would Friday? be six. Oh yeah, you would have six and seven thirty. So six. you could theoretically get over to municipal both. for the second half of the women. Okay, but the women are for sure seven thirty. That's their first game on Friday. But that will probably be later because there's be a game before. It. So yeah. I would say the women will tip closer to eight. Eight, just so I, I think you could theoretically watch the men and then get over there for the majority of the women's game. Would be my guess. So I don't believe trying to do the math here. I don't think both teams have won a game in the same site of the Big 12 tournament since like 2001. Because remember, they were wow. split for so long. So this could be mm-hmm. unique if both teams are around on Friday. Because um, the women won a game. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have a feeling, I just have this weird feeling that we're going to get down there Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, and Kansas City is going to be. Hilton South on both sides. I can't wait. I think the women are winning the tournament. I I'm picking them. I'm picking them. I love I love the bracket for them. I really do. There's you, just not that kryptonite team that they've had in the past. If it's I think it for them, it's if they win the first game, they're winning the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Cause, cause if I have if if you if you're giving me Texas in a, in a championship game with ten thousand people at municipal, yeah. I'm I'm taking the clones. It feels like it's the right thing for the basketball gods to do for this group of women too. Yes. With everything they went through this year, it's been a rough one. And I feel like it would be a really nice cherry on top for them going into the NCAA tournament. That's just, if you believe in basketball, Jesus, <laughs> that's my belief. And it's nice. That right. Baylor, it's not, it's nice that Baylor's not an automatic to win it. Finally. Yeah, no, it, it feels good. All right. Uh, thank you, Bloom. This was yeah, good. Appreciate yeah. this. And Appreciate uh, I want to encourage everybody to listen to the Matt Campbell podcast as well. I think I'm going to post that at noon on Tuesday. That will be going up on the feed. And then Jared and I will be down there with the men. Connor and Jared and I are all – we all have credentials for the women. We're just going to just play it all out and see where everybody needs to be. Um, Jacqueline did a great job covering Big 12 Wrestling. Uh, over the weekend, check out her coverage. She'll be back in Tulsa here in a couple weeks for nationals. The uh, the David Carr pin of O'Toole oh last gosh. night was that was a top epic. moment of the year for Iowa State. So oh my cool. god! Well, because you you're like oh the stall you hit him with the stall. Now we're going to sudden, and I had a bad feeling, and then Carr just owned him. Oh my god! And, and I love the fact, and I I he's just like all right, I won. Now I'm just gonna pin pin this guy yeah oh just get this so perfect the way it played out i i are you gonna ride the bull is the pbr bar still around man i haven't done that (laughs) and that's a little too that's a young man's game look at me 
have gray hair. Hope to see people in the power and light regardless. Yes, no doubt about that. Thank you, everybody, for watching. If you're watching this live, if you're listening on the Psycho One Fanatic Network, Podcast Network feed, we appreciate you as well. Our sponsors of all of our postseason coverage here over the next few weeks, hopefully the next month, are Carl Auto Group, Country Landscapes, Fairway, and Des Moines and Ames Eye Care. Please uh, remember them and thank them for sponsoring everything we do here at Psycho One Fanatic. Thanks to Matt Van Winkle for all production tonight. And we'll see you all in Hilton South. Have a great rest of your Monday.